You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we are going to talk about what you would do as a coach if you were starting a team from scratch, brand new team, or if it's just the beginning of the year where you have maybe a lot of new players on the team, how would you go into the season to try to maximize your efficiency, to try to really get your team off on the right foot? It's an episode you don't want to miss, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 72 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? My name is Coach Brian Singh, and I'm the host of this podcast. And if you are a a new listener, welcome. You got about 71 episodes to get caught up on. And if you are a regular listener, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, the best way you can show your support for the show as well as reach out uh, to me to let me know what's going on is simply giving me a review. Whether you listen to it on podcasts, Google, Spotify, whatever the case is, I would appreciate a review, a rating, anything to kind of you know give me a little bit of feedback on how the show is doing, what I can do to improve the show. Um, I really read those reviews and I've actually, uh, as of the last little while, I've been reading the reviews um, on the pod, so uh, I'd love to get to hear from you. And, you know, this is a really busy week for me. I um, I got training camp, excited. You know, I, I always talk about training camp on the pod as well as on my Instagram and stuff like that. But we had training camp this weekend, a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of learning, um, both from the player's side as well as the coach's side, uh, a lot of planning. But it was, uh, as always, an experience that... A team has to go through, and I'm happy we've gone through it. Training camp is not not done completely yet because of COVID and restrictions and stuff like that. Unfortunately, um, our team normally travels to Niagara Falls, which is located in Ontario, uh, and we didn't get to go this year because of COVID, unfortunately. It just, just didn't work out. So we modified it a bit, but it was still effective. It was still great. And, uh, and just a heads up for our DVA members that are listening, um, I'm going to upload all our training camp documents inside the membership so you'll get access to that as well. So today, uh, I want to talk about, you know, I got it. I posted, this, was my, this might, have, might have been a couple months ago, in uh, on Instagram, you know, I wanted some podcast ideas and things to, you know, that coaches are genuinely interested in. And one of the common topics that came up was what to do when you're starting a new team. Or you're at the beginning stages of a new team, whether you have a lot of new players or you're at the beginning stage of the season, you know, what do you do? And it's a great question. So this is going to be an episode where I kind of walk you through what I would do and what I've seen other coaches do and things that I know work. And you may you know, hopefully take that away for, and, and apply it to your team. So if you can get a couple good nuggets of advice and ideas to take back to your team, I, I hope it's worth it for you. So... Um, if you've ever attended any of my live trainings, there's an efficiency workshop I run a couple times a year. And one of the things I talk about in that workshop is tryouts. So I, I honestly think the you know when you're starting a new team, a lot of it starts at tryouts. 
And we do what we call a tryout presentation where before athletes even come to the gym, we bring them to a classroom and we basically lay out what the expectations are for our team, what the commitment is, all that stuff. So if an athlete can't commit and if, and if an athlete doesn't really fit our culture, they generally don't make their way down to the gym. They'll just go home. And it's great because you don't waste my time. I don't waste your time. And it's so much better that way. So I think at your tryout, how, whatever you choose to do, whether it's a tryout presentation, whether you choose to have a parents meeting, whether you choose to just talk to the athletes, I think it's important to set aside five to 10 minutes tops, doesn't have to be more than 10 minutes, to lay out the foundation and the expectations. And I think that's a great way to start. You could tell them a little bit about yourself, about your philosophy, about your program, you let them know the cost if there is one. Um, let them know what the commitment level is, how many tournaments, games, practices, timing, all that stuff in the expectations, and a little bit about what you look forward to into a player. And that right off the back will weed out players that will potentially make your team and not know this and then get kind of shocked later on. So that's the first thing I would do. After you've established the people that are trying out for your team are the right people and on top of maybe if you have recruits and things like that, then we want to talk about what like before your first practice ideally now if you can't do this before your first practice it's okay i myself sometimes don't have the luxury of doing this before my first practice but i think it's important to have a team meeting and in your team meeting you as a coach are going to give a presentation you're going to give a presentation and in this presentation you're going to talk about what it means to be an athlete on your team you're going to talk about the expectations you're going to find out from each player, what is your why? Why, do, why are you on this team? What do you want to get out of this year? What do you want to get accomplished? We're going to lay it all out before we even step on the court. And you're going to lay the foundation and the culture of your program. You're going to talk about what is in your women's or men's volleyball program, volleyball manual rather, excuse me. And I've talked about the men's volleyball manual in the past. Um, I don't recall what episode it was. It was the it was the episode. I think it was called "What's One Ingredient That Your uh, Team Is Missing" or "One Ingredient Your Team Needs to Have." And a player's uh, a, a volleyball manual is an essential part of every program. And if you don't remember what it is, a volleyball manual is basically outlining your entire team culture. What is the expectations of your players? What are the what's the vision of your team? What are the pillars of your program? These are things that are included in the, in the uh, volleyball manual, and it's important that you're t it's a way of basically, it's outlining your entire program in a document, and it's, it's your own values as a coach. What do you want to see from your players? You know, what, do you, what, what does your culture look like? So, you know, all of these things um, are in the volleyball manual, and I've talked about it in the past on a couple other episodes um, I don't remember exactly what episode it was on, but it was it was it was back a couple months ago. Uh, I'm actually scrolling through my phone right now as we speak just to see if I can find it. And I think episode 43 or 42. Okay, uh, oh episode 42. There you go. Episode 42 of the podcast. Um, go take a listen to that, and that will basically outline exactly what the volleyball manual is. Okay. So you outline it, you talk to them about it, you see what's going on, and then that way now, you've set the stage. 
You've set the stage of exactly what the expectation is, what you want on your team, how it's going to work, what your what your team's uh, culture is, the vision. Like on our team, we have things like we have six pillars on our team. You know, humility, respect, responsibility, integrity. These are all things that we expect out of our athletes, and we expect, and we go through them. And I, w- I won't talk too much about it. I talked about it in episode forty-two, but you know things like the player will be on time for practice, which is five minutes before the start of practice. The player will greet their teammates before they come in the gym and after they leave, and or after when practice is over. Like little things that shape our culture is in there. Now, sorry, I spent a lot of time elaborating on that point, but it's really important. Your first practice. That is going to set the stage. That is going to set the stage of how your practices are. Within the first 10 minutes, your athletes are going to know exactly what kind of coach you are on the court. And it's important that that you deliver in that first 10 minutes exactly what you expect from your athletes, exactly what you expect your practice to be like. So, you know, really, this is who you are as a coach. They're going to see exactly who you are as a coach in those first 10 minutes. They're going to kind of get an idea of it at tryouts already, but the first 10 minutes is really important. They're going to see, are you an organized coach or are you not? Do you have a, are, are, you know, do you have a practice plan in place? Do you have a whiteboard? Um, how, is your, how is your gym set up? How are you running your, your warm-up, your, your, your first drill potentially? They're going to see exactly who you are as a coach. So it's important for them to see what you want them to see. And that's whoever you are as a coach, however you do your practices, it's important for them to see it. So understand that the first 10 minutes, that's going to kind of shape how, how, how the beginning of your season is going to go. I, I like to throw in your first practice, it should be very fun. Every practice should be fun, but especially your, your first practice. Your first practice should be fun, and you're going to have your players compete in multiple different ways, both in volleyball and not in volleyball. So in other fun games that you could play in practice, but you're going to the element is, is going to be fun. Okay, you want to make sure you have that. Also, some things that you want to assess in the first bit of your season, first practice, you want to assess what you have. Okay, you want to determine what are the strengths and weaknesses on this team and make a list of it, write it down. You also, in the first week or two of practice or of the season, you want to get to know your players on an individual level. And I want to spend some time here because it's super important that you do that. You have 12 players, 10 players, 14, whatever you have on a roster. I want you to know each player on an individual level. I want you to know their birthday. I want you to know what their future plan is. I want you to know how do they feel on this team. I want you to talk about their goals. What is their individual goal in life and on this team? I want you to get to know them. And I'm telling you, the information that you're going to get from each and every player is going to help shape your program for for certain things that you can focus on going forward and things that you probably need to be aware of that you may not have known if you didn't have these one-on-ones. So I'll give you a couple examples. So we just just finished our first round of one-on-ones this weekend. And one thing that we learned from from a lot of players was they want to be pushed more. Now, that's interesting because if we didn't have these conversations, I may not have known that our players want to get pushed more. And I, maybe I would have set the limit to what I currently have it as. Now, between me and you, 
um, I am gonna inc- I'm, I am gonna ramp up our competitiveness and our uh, I wouldn't call it strictness, but our level of what we expect, our level of expectation is gonna increase, and that's my coaching style. I normally start off at a certain level and I increase it, I increase it as we go, and it gets harder and harder. And the reason I do that is because I want our players to buy in. I want our players to get to really know and enjoy the environment before I really challenge them mentally and physically. So that's my way of doing it. But again. I wouldn't have known this if I didn't have a conversation with them on an individual level. Sometimes it's nice to get to talk to them too about seeing who you know who they feel comfortable with on the court, who they want to get to know more, who they maybe don't feel comfortable with on the court. You know, really get to know with the players and know what their struggles are and what their strengths are as well. So it is definitely vital to get to know your players on an individual level at the beginning of your season, okay? So these are all things we're doing at the beginning to get us off on the right foot, to have that efficiency in our training and our practices so we can maximize our opportunity to hopefully win a championship, win a gold medal, win a tournament, win games, okay? Now, I personally, like, I think that the beginning of the season, you are doing a lot of teaching. You are teaching the game, Okay, now I can I'll reference our training camp for example. So we're we're just in training camp, and in training camp we're basically teaching our volleyball program. Okay, and in three in a three or four day period we're we're teaching our entire volleyball program, our entire belief system, our philosophy, our systems, everything. And I have a printout. It's an eleven page printout of our checklist, our fundamentals checklist. So it's actually funny. So on the on the first page, it's like this is our passing philosophy. And I, and I list what's our passing philosophy. And then I right underneath that, I, I have a fundamentals checklist. This is our passing fundamentals checklist. And it lists all the things that we're looking for as coaches and our players when they're passing a ball. Now, we teach this at the beginning of training camp when it comes to passing from the ground up. How do you put your hands together? You know, your thumbs in, your wrists down, your elbows together, your, your platforms away from your body, angle, hips, all that. We teach it. And then our coaches have that checklist so we can ensure that for the rest of training camp and the rest of the season, our players are doing it. I have our defensive philosophy, our blocking philosophy, all the technical, technical things that are included in a block. I have it. So I have this 11-page document right now for our coaches to have during training camp, and we teach it. So the beginning is a lot of teaching, a lot of assessing, a lot of development, and as you get further along in your season, that becomes more rep- like that becomes more game-based and tactical-based type of things. But in the beginning, it is very, very fundamental heavy. Okay, I can't stress that enough. Another thing that I want to stress about the beginning is team bonding. Now, team bonding isn't just going to a restaurant and having dinner together as a team. That's great, but that's a one-off. That's like one thing. What are we doing on a consistent basis to bond as a team, to get to know each other, to get to trust each other so the players get more comfortable with each other? What are we doing? All right. So some ideas I might throw you away. Yes, team dinners are absolutely something special, but team meetings are just as good. Getting a classroom, renting out a classroom, or meeting somewhere before practice and just talking. You know, your coaches come up with topics beforehand and players can share. You know, one thing that uh, some topics we've talked about is, you know, share something personal that no one else on this team knows about yourself. What is one thing you're going to sacrifice this year for your team? What is, um, what is an obstacle you've overcame in your life that has helped shape who you are? You know, whatever it is, everybody goes around and talks, and this is a way that we get to know each other more. I love 
excursions. I love, you know, escape rooms and bowling and miniature golf, things like that. Absolutely, that's important to do, 100%. Um, now, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, do it at a player's house, a coach's house. Get them over, play some games, board games, party games, whatever the case is. But it's spending time together off the court where it will help really grow that relationship. And I'm telling you, when you build, when you grow that relationship off the court, the results come on the court. The performance increases on the court. I, it, it is proven. I, it's, I, I've seen it a number of times over and over again. And you have to understand that that's, that's what it is. So, you know, these are all things that we're doing. I mean, like the, the team bonding and something like that. This happens at the beginning more so than anything, but it happens throughout the season as well. But all of these things we're talking about is at the beginning. It's how you jumpstart your team's success. It's how you jumpstart the, the, the program is by having all these things outlined. And one of the final things we'll talk about is I want you to make a note of what you need to do to win. Like, what do you need to do to win right now? And what's the fastest way to get there? Have that because it's important to keep that in the back of your mind as well as when you're practice planning so that you're always implementing that in your practice plans when you go forth and stuff like that, okay? So let me just recap what we've talked about so far. So we've talked about tryouts. You open your tryout. You talk about the character, skills, commitment, expectations, the culture, what you look for. You do that all at, all at tryouts. So you make sure that if there's costs associated with it, if there is you know anything that the players need to know, how many tournaments you're going into, stuff like that. So the players that actually try it for your team are the ones that are actually interested in what you have to offer. Then your next thing is going to be your first team meeting where you're going to outline your, your volleyball manual, your culture, the expectations, the pillars of your program, what your values are as a coach. Make sure you have that in there. Now, this volleyball manual has to be done before your team is made. So this is an opportunity for you to sit down and think about what you want to have in there, what your values are as a coach, what you want to see in your players, have it all in there. Then you're going to have your first practice, which is going to set the tone. Okay. You're going to, in your first 10 minutes, they're going to know exactly who you are as a coach and how you run your team and how you run your practices. So make sure that it's, that you maximize on that opportunity. Okay. Make sure it's fun. Make sure there's a lot of competition in there. Make sure you're assessing what you have so you can make a plan to how to improve as the season goes on. Make sure you're determining your weaknesses and your strengths so you can address them in your planning. Get to know your players on an individual level. Really important, as I mentioned in the past, things we found at when we did our one-on-ones that we can now adjust and adapt in our practice planning and, and our planning in general. Fundamentals, you're teaching the game. You're going to teach the game. And I gave you an example of how we have a, a, a significant lengthy document of our checklist so there's no surprises. Our coaches know what our checklist is. They want to see in our players, and we can keep re we can keep um, emphasizing that in practice. So our players keep hearing it over and over again. Team bonding, absolutely important that we we are bonding so we can continue to develop these relationships. We can develop the trust in our players. It's really important, you know, both on and off the court, is to develop that trust, that camaraderie, that brother or sisterhood really get that connection going because when that connection is there great things happen on the court your performance inevitably increases and it's important that you have that and the last thing is make a note write down what do you need to win now 
what do you need to do to win now? And keep that as part of your practice planning. Include it in there because it is important. So, you know, the things we talked about today really wholeheartedly, it's important to get these things up and running at the beginning of your team, the very beginning. Because you do that, you start off on the right foot, you become more efficient, and you'll you'll see you're you're gonna get you're gonna jumpstart in the right direction. Now I I didn't talk about drills, I didn't talk about how to run a practice. I actually have other podcast episodes where we talk about things like that. Okay, so go back and listen to some of those podcasts where we talk about drill design. Okay, drill design is important. Where we talk about how to plan a practice, what are the key ingredients? So I can tell you, episode fifty four. Okay, we talked about the key factors in drill design. That's episode fifty four. And then we also talked about skill development in episode 59. We talked about how to plan your volleyball season in episode 60. All right. And then in episode, uh, I think it was 59. In episode 69, we talked about running effective practices. So a lot of episodes you can go back that, that this is kind of in conjunction with those, but it will help you kickstart your starting your season. So go back and listen to those, to those episodes. They will also help with kickstarting your season and the beginning of it, and then as well as what we talked about today. All right? So I'm going to leave you with this. Now, if you would like, if you're a coach out there and you would like further training and further resources on all these topics that I just mentioned, um, Digital Volleyball Academy is my signature membership where I, I do live training. I mentor coaches all around the world, and I give them the resources they need to help them kickstart their season, jump their season. They, they literally take my resources, and they can you can cater it to your own team, and it's all there for you in addition to my mentorship, my coaching. So if that's something you're interested in, um, sign up for the waitlist for Digital Volleyball Academy. Just head over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com, okay, digitalvolleyballacademy.com, and sign up for that waitlist, and as soon as doors are open... I will, you will get in and you'll be able to see and, and get, the, get the live trainings, get access to all the resources um, that I have for you inside there. It's really my mentorship program that I wish existed when I was a young coach, uh, but, that, but I'm happy it exists now. That will help you with your season and help you grow as a coach. All right, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some value out of this episode. And I hope you can apply what you learned today in your gym so you can succeed with your team. All right, I will see you next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.